Well, good morning and welcome to the first ever edition of the KRWC Book Club, a brand new program here that we're going to have on the third Thursday of each month. I'm Tim Matthews, and we are giving a little special thank you to In Hot Water Coffee Shop in Annandale for uh, being a promoter and sponsor of the program. We'll talk more about them coming up for you in just a little while. Our co-host this month is Christine Hewson in Buffalo. Many of you know her as a county commissioner, but she's been a writer for quite some time, too, including some uh, various series of uh, different mystery books. And so we're going to bring Chris in to kind of kick off our KRWC Book Club. Chris, good morning. Well, good morning, Tim. It's it's good to join you this morning with the gale force winds last night. I thought we might wake up in the land of Oz. (laughs) We are still in Minnesota. Yeah, it's uh, it was something else. I was going to say that might be the most highbrow introduction music I've ever had on any program (laughs) here. Pretty nice. So, well, good. We're going to talk a little bit today uh, about kind of uh, your. passion for writing, and you've been doing this for quite some time, and then uh, toward the end of the program, uh, the way this is going to work each month is you're, you're going to introduce a, a recommended book that uh, will be the, uh, hopefully, um, enticement for people to read that book, and then next month we'll have that author on, and then they'll pick a book, and so on and so on. So. Yeah, it's what a fun new venture, and I'm, I'm very honored to be the first guest host. <laughs> How long have you been um, in in the writing game? How did, how well, did you get started? <laughs> actually, I was creating stories before I could read or write, and I have a vivid memory of walking into my first grade classroom, Mrs. Joan Christensen's room, and above the blackboards were all the letters of the alphabet, and I remember feeling excited, and, you know, that was over 60 years ago, thinking, you know, I'm going to learn to read and write so I can, I can put down my stories on paper. So I've, I've been writing pretty much all of my life as a, as a youngster, I guess. I would kind of write little plays and make the kids in the neighborhood act in them and, and liked writing plays and poems and that kind of thing. It wasn't until I was um, a young adult, I didn't think I had the patience to write a whole book. And I was reading a lot of romance novels when my kids were young, and so I thought, I can do that. And so I, I did. I wrote a couple of romance novels that were, that were never published. But then it wasn't until my, my father had, you know, I, I liked reading mysteries, but I hadn't really thought about writing one. And my, my father had a rather strange death that wasn't well explained, and I kind of obsessed about it for about a year, and I thought, well, what, what if it wasn't an accident? You know, what if someone did that to them? Who would be that person? What would be their motivation? So that really is what spurred me to write the first murder in Winnebago County um, in the Winnebago County Mystery Series. And, yeah, I kind of took it from there about halfway through the book. I started loving my, my characters and wanted to know what their next venture was going to be, their next crime, and... I worked for the sheriff's office at the time, so I, I knew, based on two dramatic things that happened, what my next two books were going to be about. You had uh, some uh, kind of hands-on uh, experience, or at least uh, background, on some of that type of, of writing. It's kind of interesting, though, that that wasn't necessarily your first, your first passion as far as uh, topic 
matter or subject matter. Correct. Correct. Yes, I, I, you know, I love mainstream things too, and I have a number of actually unfinished mainstream um, type type <laughs> novels, you know, packed away somewhere that may never get fleshed out and written. But I certainly, when I when I got caught up in my Winnebago County mysteries and my characters, there was um, so many different topics and things that we can write about that it really it really did um, become really my passion and one of the things that that I appreciate and that keeps me going is that the readers are waiting for the next book because they too like the characters and they want to know they want to know what's going to happen it's not just in the cases but the personal relationships and how they've ebbed and flowed through through the series of the so far, eight books. Um, and this stems back to what year? What was the what year was the my, first? One? My first, actually, when I when I started writing murder in Winnebago County, it was in 1998, and I wrote about half of it and put it down for five years because of I was busy with my job and life, and picked it up again in 2003, and it was you know I, I finished it. And then I, I searched for a publisher, an, an editor, or um, an agent to get this published. And I looked for actually five years. And I, my daughter said, um, "Hey, mom, they're they're having this this search for the next best crime writer on on what was it Court TV at the time?" And um, it was a, um, a social media. And I went, okay. And so I ended up entering, and I I was not one of the top 15, but I was pretty close behind. But it was there that I met my my first publisher. And so we we got that published, and that that actually came out in 2008. So I guess the contest was in 2007. And so that helped me. Um, to actually sit down and then write the next book in the series, and I haven't, I haven't gotten one out every year, but I've, I've written, um, you know, I've, I've gotten eleven books published in the last twelve years, but three were in the Snow Globe Shop Mystery series. That is some prolific writing, and um, people might be a little interested to know that there are. Uh, that there is a pretty sizable group of writers in and around our area. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, Minnesota is, you know, just full of wonderful writers, and not just in the mystery genre, but, but actually mysteries. There's more mystery writers per capita in Minnesota than any other state. So the Minnesotans, too, you know, they love their mysteries. We're talking with Christine Hewson on our first ever KRWC Book Club. And uh, we remind you that uh, coming up toward the end of the program here, we're going to get Chris's recommendation for a book to uh, have everybody read for next time. And then uh, next month we'll have that author, who we will identify here uh, in a little while, uh, will be the next guest host or co-host. And uh, that person will talk about the book and uh, what prompted them to write it and uh, their writing habits and 
things that they do, and then they will pick another book and, and so on and so on throughout the months. Talk a little bit about um, how you go about writing. I've We've talked before, and I... I've mentioned that I don't know how you can possibly find any time to write, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. That, that is the biggest challenge, but... <laughs> um, well, I guess, you know, first you get, you know, I have an idea, and a lot of people do ask about the writing process because um, I belong to the Twin, C- Twin City Sisters in Crime, and we do a number of author panels, and one of the questions that always comes up is, do you do an outline or do you, you know, just write as you go along? And I, um, you know, think of E.L. Dockerow's quote, and that's he is um, writing a book is like driving at night in the fog. You can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. And that's pretty much, you know, the way I am. I I have an idea, and... I, I start, you know, kind of loosely create a plot and a subplot and imagine characters in the scenes and kind of immerse myself in those scenes and I can kind of listen to their exchanges. And I, I do a lot of that just before I put any words on paper. So I'm, I'm what they call a pantser. I fly by the seat of my pants as opposed to a plotter who you know, outlines and does all that kind of stuff. I've, I've tried to outline, it just doesn't work. So I, I uh, often will be writing, and then I think, I kind of think of something, so then I go back in the book and sort of, you know, plant a clue so that fits in later. But um, I'll take notes as I'm, as I'm writing and just to remind myself that uh, this happens or... Um, so I, I'm more of an outline after after I write it down. So it, it's it's it keeps me hopping. But you know, a lot of times my my characters, I'm when I'm watching them, I feel like I'm watching a movie or something because I'm watching and I'm listening to them. I know I know that I'm the one that's doing it, but it's I don't know. <laughs> it, it's kind of, there's a little bit of a mystery to the whole thing too. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's an interesting part of the whole creative process because you have to involve the listener. And and one of the things I was going to mention is that uh, you've gotten a lot of accolades from other writers about um, kind of creating creating the scene, letting the um, reader in on, you know, what the surroundings are, what they look like. I mean, I don't think it's any... A uh, real big secret that uh, Winnebago County is actually uh, in our county. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah, but for for readers that are not familiar with our area, you have to kind of paint them the picture of of what it looks like and what the surroundings are, et cetera. Oh, definitely. And I I think you know I mean the the characters are the heart of the story and the book and what's happening. But certainly, you know, you you want to know what the setting is, and you want to be able to imagine that. And when I'm writing a, a story, I'll go, actually, I'll drive out to a certain area and sit there and, and just kind of feel like I'm I'm part of the scene. And so hopefully that, that comes across in what I write. <laughs> yeah, because you have to... Um... You know, unlike a, a a visual media like um, you know television or movies or anything like that, 
where they can see what's happening. You have to, uh, it's all of the the sights, the sounds, the smells. you got to describe mm-hmm. all of that. Oh, I mean, it takes a tremendous amount of research, too, because, you know, I, I, I'm not an encyclopedia. And so I, um, you know, each book has, each book actually writes itself a little differently because of the type of story it is. But um, just every book, I do a lot of research. I mean, my third book, I researched actually for like six months before I even sat down to write and my second book, too, I think it was about three months before I, I really wanted to, to, um, to get, get all of my information pretty much lined up so I could sit down and write. And, I mean, I researched Arabian horse diseases. I researched the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. I mean, I've, I've, done, I've done a lot of uh, adipose here, you know. Um, so, you know, what, what, how is a body that is in water for a period of time, you know, what happens to that body. So there's just so many of those details that in the book, it might only be like three paragraphs long, but I've maybe spent, I don't know how many hours, you know, coming up with that information so I could be accurate in what I'm writing. We're talking with Christine Hewson on our first ever KRWC book club. It's going to be coming your way on the third Thursday of each month in our spotlight time period. Um, let's spend one more a minute or two here on the Winnebago series and maybe just do a quick little thumbnail of, of the main characters uh, and who sure. they are and, and, and what, their, uh, what their MO is, so yep. to speak. So Sergeant Corinne Corky Alexson is the protagonist in the series. Um, she's a young, detect, uh, young, young sergeant with the department. And she's had to overcome her mother's kind of helicopter parenting to pursue her chosen career. And she's kind of hesitant sometimes to talk to her mother about things that happen at work because she doesn't want to get her, her too worried. Her mother's a, a constant worrier. But she just is driven. She, she has a need to help her victims and to solve crimes and um, has good instincts and, of course, good training. But she also recognizes that she doesn't know everything, and she works closely with her friend and mentor, the seasoned, smart, and sexy Detective Elton Smoke Dawes. And he's had a lot of experience over the years, and their relationship ebbs and flows throughout the series. But we also, you know, in the series, she's not just this lone detective out there. She's She's got her family. She's got her, her mother and her paternal grandparents, her maternal grandfather, her brother, and, you know, a series of friends. And so there's, there's a lot of people. I mean, and we, I, I really appreciate the, the detect the other um, deputies in the department. And so they, they kind of take different priorities in the books. And her best friend is a corrections, or corrections officer for the, excuse me, probation officer with Winnebago County. So there's there's a lot of characters that I can I can tap into during the course of the books. Now, in addition to this series, uh, you do have three that are in the, um, the Snow Globe Shop uh, series. Um, yeah. Give us just a little bit of outline because some of these were de- being developed as you were writing the other series too. Right. Yeah. So actually, it was my connection to Sisters in Crime that 
that led me to this opportunity. We, I had an um, um, agent from New York contact our president, who was Aaron Hart at the time, and asked, was looking for a, a Minnesota author to write a cozy mystery series set in a snow globe shop. And so we started talking, and he decided that I would be the one to write that story. And, yeah, it's a little lighter tone. Um, Cameron Brooks, Cammie, you can, you can imagine her in Buffalo, how it was about 30 years ago when it was a small town, although it's, it's current times. And um, it's a little, she's got a little quirkier characters in there, too, but she's 36 years old. She's was um, worked as a director of legislative affairs in Washington, D.C., got caught up in a scandal and, and came home to uh, Brooks Landing, Minnesota, and actually it turned out to be a good time for her parents because her mother is going through um, medical treatments, and they have a shop, Curio Fine shop, that specializes in snow globes from around the world. So things are pretty quiet for the first few months that that Cammie's back in town, and then she starts stumbling over bodies. But anyway, um, kind of like the murder she wrote, you know, the amateur sleuth that gets in the way of the police. And sure. particularly uh, Clinton Lounsbury, the assistant the assistant uh, police chief, is not happy with her interference always, but, of course, he, there is that attraction between the two of them. <laughs> Well, it's interesting, uh, interesting reading. And again, and then these are shorter. They're uh, they're kind of a quicker read. They're they're about the same length, you okay. know, as far as the seventy-five or so thousand to eighty thousand, approximately words. But but they're the trade paperback, so they're the smaller books, the okay. little smaller print, and that kind of thing. Yep. So it's just. It's an optical illusion, then. They, Maybe they, it they is. They seem yeah. shorter. But. <laughs> I'd have to double-check my, my uh, numbers of words, but that's, you know, they're approximately 75,000 words, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So what's the future? Does the Winnebago County series continue on, or you've got other yep, things? I, in fact, um, you know, I, I just had that three-book deal with Penguin Random House for the Snow Globe Shop Mysteries, and people, and then they, they sold the Berkeley imprint to Putnam & Dutton, so a lot of us authors did not go on with them. And people have been asking me for that fourth snow globe shop. And so I'm looking, I'm, I'm writing the next one, and I'm going to look at publishing it myself. So, And also the ninth Winnebago is in the works, too. So we're, we're going to keep going. <laughs> Sounds great. So we look forward to a lot more. Yeah. Um, we're going to be back uh, in just one second here, Chris, to uh, get your pick for next month's book okay. club. But uh, in the meantime, I will tell listeners now, the way this is going to work now, the, uh, the book that Christine picks uh, will be available at local bookstores. You can go on the uh, writer's website, order it by mail or the library, whatever you prefer. And uh, each month, a, a guest host is going to suggest a book to read, and you'll have until the next month. So in other words, until the third uh, Thursday of November to uh, read that book. And uh, and kind of chime in in between time. The writer of the book is going to be the uh, next guest host next month, and then they'll pick another book, and so on and so on. Uh, if you want more information on the book club, you can go to the KRWC website in the programming tab, 
And you'll be put into a drawing for a $20 gift card from In Hot Water Coffee Shop in Annandale as they're acting as uh, kind of a a sponsor of the program and the series. And also a copy of the book signed by the writer. And the winner is going to be announced uh, during that uh, next program, which will be the third Thursday of November, which will be the 19th next month. All right, so um, please do that. And uh, if you've got any questions, of course, you can always call us. But uh, most of everything you need should be on the KRWC website to uh, find out more about how to participate. So, uh, Chris, we're going to give you an opportunity to uh, pick the uh, first recommended read here for uh, next month and uh, who that author is. Yes, I I have chosen um, Fatal Flaws by Connie Lounsbury. It was, um, I met Connie a number of years ago up at Sister Wolf Books in Dorset near Park Rapids for a book signing event. We got to talking and here, here we are, you know, hundreds of miles away from our home, Wright County, and she was from Monticello and I'm from Buffalo. And we started talking and we found out that actually her aunt was married to my uncle, so we had mutual cousins. <laughs> we never knew each other until then. And um, she was telling me about her book, which was titled Kathleen Creek at that time, and it's based on a true story. So, you know, I was really intrigued. It, it takes place in Annandale and starts in 1919, based on a true story from her family. And um, I, I read it and... Just it was it was she's Connie's a a great writer and she really weaves this fiction and nonfiction together very very well and what happens to this family in the in the early 1920s so it's it's um definitely a worth worth a read. Great, so Fatal Flaws by Connie Lonsberry, based on a true story. And again, um, we're going to have links to that on uh, our website or Facebook page and website. And, of course, you can uh, go on Connie's uh, Facebook to uh, find out more about it. And, again, it's also available at a number of other places, uh, um, you know, by mail or library or wherever you want to pick it up. Fatal Fatal Flaws is the uh, title of the book by Connie Lonsberry, and that will be for our November book club. And uh, so pick that up and uh, make sure that when you go on our website, um, you sign up for that drawing for a $20 gift card from In the Hot Water Coffee Shop in Annandale, and then a signed copy of the book, too. So very special. Well, Chris, uh, it's been great for the first episode of the KRWC Book Club. I can't think of anybody better qualified to kick the, uh, <laughs> kick the proceedings off here, so that was fun. Thank you so much, Tim. It was wonderful. <laughs> and uh, maybe at some point, some of the uh, one of the writers in the area will pick one of your books, and we'll have you back on to talk about uh, a book in specifics. So that sounds great. All right. Have a good rest of the day. Be safe. Thanks. Thanks. Christine Hewson, our first ever book club host or co-host here on KRWC's book club. And again, don't forget to uh, go to the KRWC website under the Programming tab and get you in a drawing for a $20 gift card from In Hot Water Coffee Shop and a signed copy of the uh, next book, Fatal Flaws, by Connie Lonsbury. And we'll hear more about that one month from now, the third Thursday 
of November on KRWC's Book Club.